Dude, what is with you, dude? Why are you like so like how cold? I mean, you must be cold right now because you've it got a cold. beanie on. You've got like it's your dude. You're all like mighty ducked out right now. You got a, uh, a hoodie. What what's going on over there? Well, the um, the attire. It's you know you get that certain age in your life where people know that you like certain sports teams so those are the gifts that you get right you get yeah. you get that kind of themed clothing i don't go out and bar you know buy what's funny though things. everybody knows i love the cowboys and i never get anything from the cowboys because nobody <laughs> wants to be seen them? buying cowboy shit <laughs> you know that's why <laughs> <laughs> like this will come back to me somehow i'll be canceled and because i'm a cowboys fan <laughs> anyway yeah it it's cold in here it's cold in here and uh you know, and and cold is is what? Let me let me hear. I want to hear what Southern California cold is. What is that? So I'm going to explain this. But currently in the room that I'm in, it's 54 degrees and it's raining oh, outside. Oh, it's 54 degrees. You know what yeah, it is right know, now? You know what it is right now in Iowa? It is 34 degrees. But I not don't in even the room you're in. It. Yeah, in the room I'm in, it's it's probably maybe 45, maybe no 50. Way. Yes. No yes. way. I am so accustomed to this. You'd be so bitching about it. Uh, no, no you're not. I love it. No. I love it. I love no, it. Plus, no, I got a no. plus. I got a heater underneath my table. To exactly. Up, That's so. right. You got an ass warmer going on right now. <laughs> yes, I works totally too. do. Right? It does. That's right. It's yeah, great like you're the you're cooking room. your avos right there in that chair. That's what. That's why you're happy. <laughs> yes, my avos sway. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's right. They're, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be. Uh, they're gonna be. Um, that's uh, right. What, what's that? Nice and Not over easy. No, they're over medium. Or over right. hard. <laughs> anyway. They're not hard anymore. They're it's yes. that's right. They're scrambled and soft. <laughs> oh, so hey, what's you going won't be on? Able to make guacamole. Yeah, that's true. So Brian, are we gonna get things started, dude, or what? Let's we got a long haul today, man. Let's get it started. All right, All right. gentlemen. Are we ready? We're always, We're always ready. ready. That's what I sure. like to hear. Let's kick those tires, light those fires, and smack that ass. Let's get going. Woo! Boom. Welcome to the con. I don't know if you guys noticed um, on the screen, but when I did the woo, I saw a little bit of my breath. That's how cold it was in here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. What the fuck? I don't know what I do. How is that even possible, man? It, it has to be like at, at a dew point. At like, it has to be at like freezing in Where order did for you to become a meteorologist my goodness <laughs> hey, i have to i have to become a meteorologist living in iowa dude i have to by the way if anybody is a big fan, i am a big fan of this guy named ryan hall y'all if you ever watch him he is an amazing guy he's uh all about the weather he's i guess in his like 20s but this guy knows more about the weather than i've seen anybody know about the weather ever anyway just a small shout out there so Brian, what's where going on? Okay, where would we watch this guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Is he YouTube? Okay, so, yeah, he's a YouTuber. Right. Hold on, let me see what's going on. Let me go check YouTube. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, that's where I go with everything. We've already I talked know. about this. I don't watch TV anymore. I'm pretty much just YouTube and streaming services. I don't, I don't really watch live TV unless it's a sports event. Then I'll watch that. But anyway, Brian, I've heard you've had a, I've heard you've had a, a couple of uh, long days. Yeah. Care to it's been, it's no, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'll talk about yesterday. Okay, <laughs> yesterday was a right. long day, you know, um, got the family up at two 30 in the morning, 
to uh, surprise them with a 5K run. And uh, <laughs> we all got out there at, uh, at you know, uh, at 5 a.m. Uh, to the oh, place but, where we were. Yeah. They so, didn't know about it? They knew about it, but I wasn't really talking too much about it. My wife knew about it. Um, but, okay, uh, I was going to say, you, so you dude, surprisingly so you, woke him up at 2 a.m.? You suck. <laughs> well, totally. I, I told them oh about it, like, the night before. I'm like, hey. And what was their reaction? Get... My daughter was excited. Um, and my son was, too, for the most part. You know, because it's fun. We don't normally do do it. But then when reality hit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. all, it's tones uh, all yeah, changed the tune a little def- bit. The, yeah, the tune definitely does change. Yeah, so uh, we got out there by 5 a.m. We we ran that 5K. It was great. Um, and then I had to work right afterwards. Um, and oh, had a pretty busy fun. day that's at insane. work where yeah. I I was just, just moving around a lot. I actually did almost seven miles at work just, you know, walking around, trying to get from one place to another. And then it was, you know, my kids are at the age where they're both doing sports and they're both doing sports at the same time. So it was traveling between their sporting events after, after work. And then I of course had a game last night because I'm a big child still. And, uh, my game was very late and, um, it didn't end till, um, after midnight. So yeah, (laughs) crazy, crazy day yesterday. I'm feeling it today after our recording this morning, I've just cleared my calendar. I just want to eat and watch football and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't blame you. I've got a lot of sleep though. Today, so. <laughs> I'll, I'm yeah, sure I'll, I'll, I'll fall asleep here and there. A little cat naps, but uh, anyway, Hey, I have some listener feedback real quick. I just, uh, something has come up and I really want to just kind of challenge Brian on some things. Brian always calls me out that I'm Mr. Icy hot, that I do this. I do that. I I contradict myself. Well, somebody by the name of Mara, she sent us uh, stuff before on the show. She sent me a a, a DM. Once again, if you want to DM us, Instagram at the knowledge of nothing, feel free to slide on in. It's always fun. Slide on in. Anyway, she wanted to ask Brian a question. She says, hey, what the fuck? Actually, it was WTF. Hey, WTF, Brian doesn't separate his clothes, but I can't eat fries in his car? How, what kind of sense does that make? <laughs> so, again, what, what's, yeah, why, what is your logic there, man? If you can't, if you are so anal about your car, why aren't you the same way about your clothes? It's, um... Well, one, that's a great question, uh, Mara. So, so thank you for that. You're absolutely right. You cannot eat in my car. <laughs> but, but why? But hey, I props can. to Mara that benefit of being a listener, though. Yeah, I know. Totally. She, yeah, she's like a deep dive. That was a no, deep I dive. No, I love that. That, that is so great. That's she a, is hardcore. That's a deep cut. That is deep yeah, cut. Is a, even though, you know, I, I, you know, uh, it's great, great on the on on recalling all that. But yeah, so I don't separate my laundry because I have a washing machine and all these fancy detergents that, that I've bought that, that say right on there, that's supposed to be like a color protect. And it's so, a plus who I don't have the time. I, my day is booked out to the minute. I've got to get but, two loads of laundry in. I throw them all in. And dude, you know what? Do you take two more minutes out of your time? No, to because separate that adds four more loads that adds four more loads. If I have to separate <laughs> colors from the dark, so, so yeah, I can take two more minutes, but it adds laundry loads to my day. Okay. And? 
and what i'm i'm i gotta get that that checklist done i gotta get it done and uh and it's all wow. about the checklist. so and so laundry is where you part, draw the line laundry yeah, is so where you draw the, the line part. and the eating part is we're not going to eat in my car one I don't want to clean up the mess afterwards. So that would also add to my checklist. I don't want to clean up that mess. Dude, how many fucking times do we have to talk about cleaning up the mess? A French fry, dude. A French fry. No, 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 no. It's, not, it's never one French fry, Tony. You stop it. It is always one French fry. All over no. the, the dash uh, or the, the, the console. Right. Or on the on the on the um, window controller. You know, it's all smudges on the glass, and it's no, it's not just one French fry. It's French fries and a soda ring in the cup thing. It's French fries <laughs> and and crumbled up chips between the seats. It's French fries and gross, greasy, smudgy marks all over my dashboard and and windows. Dude, and you, you got to go get it a, clean. What a just what just a tortured stop. life you lead. No, I don't. I just know you're supposed to go. Yeah, you know, no, but have you heard spill. about washing your car too? I yes, mean, I do, and yeah. I don't have to wash it as often if I just take care of it right then. <laughs> God, that, you know that logic himself. works. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, <laughs> can't argue with that. But <laughs> Mara, though, great question, but. great feedback. Thank you for listening to the show. I'm sure I'll have a lot more things too for you to comment on. So keep them coming. Mm. All right. So anything else going on this week? Uh, Oren, how was your week? Uh, for me? Well, for me, my week was just sort of, eh, you know, it was just a yeah. normal week. But, um, well, I already told you guys, but I might as well tell the listeners because I'm so proud of them. Uh, my son, he was uh, nominated for a intercollegiate broadcasting award um, for Woo-hoo! best sports talk program. Yeah. And, um, there it is. There Way are the go, Parker. Yes. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So congratulations. Uh, the name of the award isn't the best. It's the <laughs> International Broadcasting System Award. So the IBS. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I hope he's February, a winner. <laughs> yeah, come February, he may have IBS, but uh, <laughs> that'd be so great. <laughs> but we'll we'll deal with that one. Doesn't that here. usually happen when he's a little bit older? <laughs> Like right around our age, I think I have some bouts with the IBS every once in a while. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know there was so. an award. Hell, I think I'm going to be That's the award right. winner this year. Right? Yeah. Just line them up in your bathroom, right? <laughs> exactly. 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 You know, I had chili last night, so there you go. Anyway, all right. I uh, congratulations, so, congratulations, Parker. Parker. Yes, that's yes, awesome job, dude. We Parker, hope you win. Please keep us posted. Let us know if he wins and all of that good stuff in, in February. I'm sure you'll you'll let us know. But hey, Wayne, what about oh, your yeah. week? Anything going on? Uh, no, you know, I'll save it for the next segment because I uh, want to highlight something that happened this week. We're watching the Game Awards, so I'll save my comments for that. Oh, all okay. right, and I have got um, some uh, additional listener feedback I'd like to share with the group. It says, "Good morning. Just finished the last episode. Thanks for." The shout out, and she's got the horns too. Woo woo! That made her feel pretty special. Keep up the good work, con men. Love keep it or kill it in those episodes, and looking forward to the Christmas special that came from my lovely aunt. Yay, Aunt Debbie! Aunt Debbie. And I'm going to give her the horns You're again. Welcome, aunt Debbie. Yes, exactly. Double horns. Uh, double horns. Okay, there we go. Wow! Since you like called the she is a uh, she is a longtime listener and often comments on the show. So if you want to hear your yeah. name shouted out, 
Uh, just just comment. <laughs> just, just comment. Just, yeah, just, just comment, comment, please. Yeah, that's, that's all we simple, need. Or right? just like, or just even like us, please. It that's might all not we be want. A good shout out, but hey, you yeah, know exactly. It's a shout out nonetheless. <laughs> shout out. Yeah. All right. Hey, or are you, or are you ready to yeah. uh, give us a bugaboo fact of the week, my friend? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right, guys. Yet another week. And some more bug facts. But first, if I could be serious for a moment. You certainly woo-hoo. can, sir. <laughs> um, you know, I'm so good at this sleeping thing that I can do it with my eyes shut. <laughs> uh. Also, yeah, that that one did kind of hurt. That one did kind of hurt. That that was, you know, a little flat. But hey, you know, I was I figured just woke up. Um, let's see if this one brings it up. Hey, what has ears but cannot hear? What has ears but cannot hear? Corn. A cornfield. Oh, that was close. Yeah, that was an Iowa joke. (laughs) I think I give myself the horns for that one. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, and one more just for fun for Aunt Debbie. Where do boats go when they're sick? To the dock. Uh. <laughs> oh, I like. I like. <laughs> oh, anyway, whatever. All right, that's what uh, I was looking forward to. Straight to the bug facts now. Oh, with the crickets. I'm, I'm, I'm scared about the whole poll result coming up too. But anyways. Uh. <laughs> the poll results may or may not be. Uh, truthful no i'm kidding <laughs> all right um so last week you know i found this but badass bug um the what the assassin the beetle or whatever it was anyway so i yeah. thought i'd stay on those lines and uh but these are badass bugs for different reasons because they're the scariest damn bugs in the world um just a quick i go maybe three of them uh so one is the africanized bee also known as the killer bee. Yeah, they were these, you know, they were created by crossbreeding African honeybees with the European honeybees. So, you know, the two uh, pretty much docile bees made one killer bee. And uh, they're more defensive than any of the European subspecies that, uh, that's what makes them so scary. So, like, let's say you can stand close to a common European bee nest for about nine seconds before they will attack. Um... Because that's how long it takes them to deem you a threat, and then they'll chase you for about 300 yards. But uh, Dang, so you that's can, far. It is far. Yards? It's like three I, I would I would give up after 150 yards. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Just, 50 uh, yards. Like 20 I mean, feet. They're just still just kill me. Yeah, 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 just kill me. Please, I deserve please. it. Yeah. Put me out of my misery right now. <laughs> well, if, if if you think that's far, yeah, I mean, so you can you sort of easily avoid them, but the killer bees <laughs> not as easy as you think <laughs> well no that's yeah <laughs> well the killer bees they're actually just a little they act a little differently um they give you approximately half a second in order to be deemed a threat and they will attack in large quantities often the entire hive they know me well <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and the torture doesn't stop there oh no they will chase you for a shy of half a mile <laughs> Dude. Oh my god! I'm dead. My god! I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. They've yeah. got to catch me first. No, just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. dead. I'm dead. That's it. 
That's it. I'm dead. How did he die? <laughs> he didn't make it far. <laughs> Quick question. Like, how fast do you think bees could fly? Because could you think you could outrun a bee? Oh, hell no. No. <laughs> no. They, no. They, what was it? They did. They were, flew about. Oh, what was it? I went over that. Yeah. I think you did bring up that one, at one point. Yeah. Well, it was so many miles well, here's the per thing, second. Too. So... Even if I'm running at my fullest and I'm outrunning a bee, I'm not going to be able to maintain that. That bee can fly faster, longer than I can run fast. Yeah, supposedly the Western That's why you got a serpentine. Up <laughs> to 20 miles per hour. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 20. Okay, Jesus. never mind. I, yeah, I, there's no way I'm clocking 20. Yeah. <laughs> not even downhill. <laughs> I think at one mile an hour is probably my speed. <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, just some little facts on uh on killer bees. Uh, a, you know, it, the funny thing is for Orin to have these facts, somebody had to test this. Okay, go stand over by that hive and we're gonna time how fast it takes for them to start attacking you. Oh, have a second. Dang, that happened quick. Run, run. Somebody <laughs> clock how far he goes. <laughs> no, no, no. They're still chasing you. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> You're like, there had there has to be some kind of science behind this, right? So you have to test it. It has to be measured somehow, yes. right? It has to be yes, measured. Yes. Oh man, the imagine being that method. guy. Yeah. The Socratic method was used. <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, it's not only you have to measure it once, you have to be multiple right, times. Right, right, because what if the results are different? Results, yeah. And then, too, <laughs> you know, uh, do, are they different for different people? Yeah, you, know, you have to travel, like, yeah, in, like, different hives. So you have to do, like, multiple tests, multiple hives. And then, once you're done with the European bees, now you got to go to the killer bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I wonder if the, the, the whole, like, uh, what's, what's the movie called? Uh, Zombieland methodology works. Like, you just have to be slower, faster than the slowest person, right? Yeah, like, do they distinguish? Oh, yeah. Like, if you ran into a crowd, would they pick you out of that crowd? Or do they start yeah. attacking that crowd? Because well, hmm. if if that were to happen, guys, I would let you know that I would sacrifice myself. I, well, great, because I'm running towards you anyway. I'm running towards you anyway. Honestly, I've got a lot. I've got a lot. I've got a lot. <laughs> I've got like, a lot uh, of uh, excess weight so i mean they would feast on me like you know it, it's They're nobody not eating business, you so. oh, yeah, i would run right. past you and me. just tell everybody you died a hero <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you that's how i want to go out as a hero that's right yes you, you said it right there you sacrificed so yeah yes. Tony yeah he died a hero absolutely yeah. for the con men <laughs> yes <laughs> um anyway we'll just Bee leave tester. it that because Imagine yeah that on a so business uh, card. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, on to, I guess, our poll results then? Sure. <laughs> that was a smooth transition. There. That's right. Woo. I like the energy. <laughs> Feel well, it. Well, while Oren's looking, do you, have, do you have it ready or do you have to look him up real quick? No, no, no. It's right here in front of me. Okay, sweet. It wasn't, but now it is. See, that's how quick I am. No. Yeah. Um, Flash. Faster so. than a bee. <laughs> so, we asked you guys, our lovely listeners, um... Would you like to hear a full episode of Dad Jokes? Look at Wade's and, face. Uh, Look at Wade's face right now. Just, you know, like, this, this, even this yeah. question I'm, makes I'm him bracing cringe. for it. I'm bracing for this right now. And, because, yeah, wait, 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 before, or, before you speak, because here's what I, why I'm bracing for myself right now. Because not only do I have to listen to it live, but I have to listen to it again by editing it. 
Okay. <laughs> Man, oh, the gift that keeps shit, on right. giving. Wow. That's right. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Wayne. Uh, yeah. Don't say I never gave you anything. Well, except for that one. No, anyway. Um. All right. On to the poll results. So, with the total of 60% to 40%. Ooh. Wow. This is closer you than I thought it would be. lovely people said, plus ourselves, except for maybe Wayne, um, that yes, you would love, Woo! not only like, you would love to hear a whole yes. bad joke, you know. So, um, yeah, for the 40% that, you know, voted no, sorry, you guys suck. Too bad. We're doing it. <laughs> hey, there we go. All right. So, uh, what were you going to say, Brian? You had your arm up? Oh, no, no I was just... scratching your head. No, I was... For the horns, oh. I always... I was tooting the horn. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> he was tooting his horn. All Toot right. So, you know what? We're going to be... I, I guess we're going to go over... <laughs> hey, what are we going to be talking on the show today about, Brian? I, I know we've got all that stuff out of the way, but what are we? What else are we going to be chatting about today? Oh, my gosh. There was a big event, and I know one of us is really, really amped about it. There was the Game Awards, the 2002 Game Awards. 22. 22. Thank you. Thank you. No, we're going to go back and talk about what happened 20 years ago. That's right. That's right. No, Why did you I say 14 years like... ago? I meant 20 years ago. Jeez, where well, are my math. math coming in at? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. I, anyway, I said, not only can I run, I can't stuff, run, I can't do math. A lot of stuff happened in the, in the Game Awards that we're going to be uh, discussing. And then we're going to... Um, be talking about season one of Andor that wrapped a, a few weeks ago, and we've got some thoughts about it. And then, kind of like a um, a prediction episode for Avatar two. And then, of yeah. course, you know we've got um, I don't even know how to say this, but Wayne has challenged us with a homework assignment for totally. what kind of totem tattoo we would get and why. So that will be interesting. So, stay tuned. All right. Well, I guess first things up is I guess we're going to go over the 2002 no 22. video game award. Twenty two. <laughs> or actually, two, two, 2022. Too many twos in that. So, Wayne, you have some thoughts on this? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going to just go be really quick because uh, it uh, just happened this past week. Am I on mute? No. No. Am I on mute? I should be on mute. I can't hear Wayne. Can you hear me, Tony? I can't hear you either. I can't hear you anybody. Can, yeah, you can't Hold hear on, anybody. Let me leave and I'll be right back. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. Um, you can't hear us. That's why. Oh, shit. <laughs> and Tony's gone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, and he's back. Can you hear us now? Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I fucked up. I... I... I actually had my mute on, my mute button on. That's why I couldn't hear anything. I, yes. Look at Wayne's face. I know, I know. Like, this is day one stuff. This is I day know, one stuff. I know, stuff. and he's walking away right now. I'm sorry. Look it was my Wayne's bad. Face. I looked down, and I hit the wrong button. I usually, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Wayne quits again. God damn. What was that sorry. website you created, Wayne? No, it was an was a email address. Oh, uh, email. email, email yeah. address. Uh, you guys are was it like you guys are too late. Wayne quits the show at knowledgeofsomething.com. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hey, what what were the, some of the events that happened around uh, the 2022 uh, Video Game Awards, Wayne? 
Uh, we are we are such a weld oil machine. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But anyway, uh, uh, so okay, I just want to make this real quick. I don't want to bore our non gamers out there, our listeners. But there was a 20, 2022 Game Awards that happened this past week, and there was obviously they do a lot of announcements. It's kind of like almost an award show of all the games come out and recognize developers and different types of like music score, narration, um, you know, vision, visuals, independent games, as well as Game of the Year. I'll get to the game year in a second because there was something that was interesting. I think interesting that happened, but the you know, now some games coming up. I don't know if you're a fan of you know of Hideo Kojima. He's a, one of our bigger mm-hmm. developer director of games. He made the Metal Gear Solid yes. series, so he's very much very cinematic. But he made it now a sequel, Death Stranding Two, uh, that's just being developed. Obviously, it features Norman Reedus in it as the main protagonist. So it's uh, very interesting to see that come around. Trailer stupidly cryptic anything you see that's kojima <laughs> makes no damn sense zero i mean you zero must out. zero no sense uh but street fighter 6 coming out next year Woo-woo. june 2nd diablo 4 for those fans blizzard fans june yeah. uh june 6 june 2nd and june 6 and then final fantasy 16 is also june 22nd Jeez, they're still making those final next fantasy years Jeez, wow. wow dude 16 is looks pretty amazing <laughs> um is there a trailer for that th- yeah, you could, yeah there's much more. There's more announcements, and honestly, there's other games that are coming out earlier in the year. Also, May 12th is when uh, Zelda: Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom comes out, oh. and so the next year is stacked with games. I'm just wow. saying, like Wayne is going to be on vacation. I think the entire year. I don't think he's going to be uh, joining uh, the show. I know when when Zelda drops, you're gone, right? That's pretty much it. Uh, or, uh, do I? Are you saying that I have a three-week vacation already put in the books right now? No. <laughs> three weeks? Denied. You already have it on the books around a video yes, game. I do. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. That well, is awesome. That is awesome. Well, p- part of it, part of it is going to be a staycation for the first week, which is going to be focused at. Then also, there's June Lake mixed in, and then also my mother-in-law is also going to be retiring. So there's a thing at, at the back, okay. back end of all that. Right. So we're just lumped it all together. Perfectly planned. You know yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's some of the major announcements. But the thing I want to tell you guys is about the game of the year uh, winner and the whole kind of the nomination process. So Elden Ring won the award. It beat out God of War, Ragnarok. Those two were kind of going back and forth and everything. But did you guys hear about someone crashed the uh, the nom- when the actual speaking event, when the winner went up there on stage? No, no, I didn't no. hear that. What did, so somebody crashed okay, so it? It's a, you know, it's, yeah, so it was a Japanese developer, so he had he had a translator, so he'll speak in Japanese, and the translator will, you know, say what he's, you know, interpret it. But after he was done, and you hear the music start coming in, right, like a typical award show, this kid who was standing behind them comes up to Mike, like, hey, he says, excuse me, excuse me, I want, I want, it's my turn to speak. And he says, I want to nominate this award to my reformed Orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. <laughs> And his total guy just snuck up on stage, was standing up there lurking behind him, and he just totally trolled at the end of the game show awards. Oh, my God. That sounds <laughs> like this Dude, is I a need fan. To find that. Like I a... need to find video of that and watch it. I you love go shit like that. What kind of security do they have there? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this happens time and time again at any kind of awards show. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Live, streamed live he was up there and also he was obviously escorted off and i think he was uh detained and questioned but, and i think it was what's done is done he gave his <laughs> yeah. the don is the shout out oh, i love trolls I mean, trolls can be so much fun i love them also yeah. and wayne i see that there's one more announcement for a video game that's coming out next year and i'm excited about it this was a game that wayne got me hooked on and i absolutely love hades 2 is going to be coming out next year and 
oh my god the trailer dropped it looks amazing i cannot wait to play this game it, i mean hades was yeah. so much fun and uh i really love the, the the mythology behind it and everything of that that sort i can't wait to play this game again so it's awesome yeah i'm excited about that the music's fantastic yes. it's so i'm hoping that they can still capture that magic bottle, yeah. and hopefully make it still keep it engaging yeah. you know we'll see yeah, anyway crossing fingers all crossing right fingers. sweet anyways, that's all guys that's awesome all I have. and uh you know what we're gonna take a break and then right after that you know we're gonna talk some andor um right after a word from soy cake candles refresh renew soy cake candles are here just for you new seasonal scents available now Soycatcandles.com Con Men and Soycat An escape for your ear holes and your nose holes Oh, oh my god, what's wrong with us I today? Know. We're dude, we're like Does it do we feel kind of off yeah, a little I, bit? I think I I, you like... know what we're off? I think it's because we know that we're in for a long haul, so we're trying to pace ourselves and um, oh, I think that's what it is. No, no, blow your load now, man. <laughs> <Blow my laughs> load now. I don't want to blow my load now. I don't want to clean my oh, screen. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah will be disappointed. I don't want yes, to clean my screen. <laughs> It'd be like something like Barry. Like, where yeah. where did it go? Yes. Take it from my ear. Just don't do it in Brian's car <laughs> please don't do it in my car do not do it in my car do not fine have your have your fridge fry okay have your fridge fry <laughs> so you didn't say anything about oh that Brian. gosh no do not do that oh anyway all right so i guess we're back and you know what we're gonna just do a real kind of uh i guess we are i guess i don't know <laughs> We are? Yeah. I, I, are we not? I don't know. Do we want to talk <laughs> well, some more you've smack? Already announced it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we announced <laughs> it, so I guess we have to be back. You know, uh, Brian, I really um I really wanted to get your thoughts on on um a, a show that we have talked about over the past couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I've been really hesitant to watch this show because of everything I feel about the the whole Star Wars universe. I know you've kind of felt the same way that I do. But, you know, there was one show that came out that everybody wants us to talk about and give us our thoughts on. So, Brian, I'm going to start with you. Why? What were your thoughts on Andor? And we'll just keep it brief. Yeah, yeah. So um, Andor came out on the Disney Plus streaming network. And I remember when the whole announcement for Andor came out, they had a whole big production team, massive sets. This is like a movie-type production. Bigger than, from what I believe, uh, like the Mandalorian and the the costume sets behind it. I mean, they were just pumping its tires on how much production was going into it. And it looked amazing. And uh, Andor is based on a character from that we were introduced to from the movie Rogue One. And it was just um, something really, really to look forward to. I'm still processing it, so I'm going to kind of host this. And I'm really curious because I know, Tony, you were really reluctant on jumping on board with so, this show. So that's, that's um, Brian's great way of saying that you haven't watched it, have you? I haven't watched it. <laughs> I, <knew. laughs> uh, I do it. I do it. But anyway, yes, I, I, I've, been, I've actually setup, been no. reluctant. I've been reluctant to watch it myself because I, I just feel like the whole state of the Star Wars universe, but, you know, 
Tom, one of our listeners, Tom T, Oren, Wayne, they've all told me that I needed to watch it. And I actually just sat down and I watched all of it. And I have to say, guys, this is probably the best Star Wars I have seen in decades. Decades. I'm going to leave it at that. Wait, 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 wait. Now, I've got to play the role because I haven't seen it. And I'm just going to throw that out there right now. But the Tony... This show started on you flip-flopping on your Star Wars opinions. Yes, I know. Right? I know. Our very first argument, we've disrupted the office with this argument. Yes. Yes, about, yeah. <laughs> on your Jedi. Star Wars opinions. Oh. On how you love it, you hate it, you love mm-hmm. it, you hate it. Are, are, are we going to see a swing? No. Again, I mean. No, dude, this. I mean, like, wh- what is it that this really changed your opinion about the whole star because you're so icy hot if you're Uh, ever icy hot on one subject it's star wars Mm -hmm. and like so what is it because you were you watched admittedly on the show i don't remember which episode but you said like i fell asleep through the first episode i couldn't get through it it was boring blah 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 and now this is this is one of the best Star Wars renditions anything that I've seen in a long time. It, it really like, is. Like, oh my god. It, it was a slow burn. You you, you want to know why I love it so much is the fact that it the characters are so complex. They're not they're they're all kind of out for themselves. And honestly, this is like a I feel like it's a good kind of story of how a rebellion would really happen in in the real world. It it is um it is not it's not kitty fodder. It's it's dark. Uh, there are characters that have to do unspeakable things in order to make sure that they are advancing their cause, and uh, it's just so nuanced that the character of Luthen, who's played by Stellan Skarsgård, is probably my my most favorite character that I've seen in the past uh, um, like decade of Star Wars films. This guy is, he's so hell-bent. He knows exactly what he needs to do, and he is putting everything in place. He is the Emperor Palpatine for the Rebellion, and that is one thing that I have always kind of noticed or or have missed. It's like, I see Palpatine playing all of these people, but what about the Rebellion? How did this whole thing kind of happen? And you need somebody that's just as cunning, just as evil, and just as um, uh, dangerous as the Emperor. And this character, Luthen, is that to me in a, in a nutshell. It is absolutely... So Luthen's a good guy? Yes, he's a Luthen's good guy. But he has, dude, he has to do things, and he has to play things a certain way, and he is always one step or even two steps ahead of whatever else is going on inside the universe. I think this is masterful storytelling by Tony Gilroy. He is the person that was behind the Born uh, Identity series. This guy, I, I need to see more of this, and I need to see it, like, now. I am so hooked on this show. I love everything about it. The characters are deep. They're well-developed. They, um, again... They're not cookie cutters. They're not. Everybody is just not like Luke Skywalker. Nobody is just as evil as Darth Vader. Everybody in this is so nuanced and uh, after their own agendas. And honestly, it shows me how scary the Empire is. I've never seen a show where it made me scared of the Empire. This show, amazing. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to hear what 
Wayne and Orrin have to say before you take all their talking points away. Uh-oh. I want to hear what they... And then I have a little Star Wars exercise for the three of you, since I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, I don't so. exercise. <laughs> yeah, so we talked about that during the B segment. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I, I apologize. Uh, uh, Orrin's got a note. But anyway, for the two of you. <laughs> all right. Guys, other than Tony, what did you feel about this show? How did you feel about the show? Go for O. Okay, because, yeah, I, <clears throat> well, you know me. I don't deep dive stuff. So just, uh, I have been loved the show. Um, just from the way it was done, everything from the acting to the production to the scenery to uh, how it was shot. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, the way it told the story. Yeah, it was just an all-around great show as far as I'm concerned. And what I'll say about it is that you feel like they, they you felt like you were there with these characters. You, every character felt authentic with their motivations and where they're coming from and how they got to at the end. Um, and they, it was, it was very believable. And I think one thing I, I think we did talked about offline was that you could take this story. If you remove Star Wars, it's still a great film. Yeah. It has not, I mean, there's nothing yeah. about this that explicitly says Star Wars in it. It's just great story, great characters. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that drives it. And it doesn't fall on, doesn't have to rely on those crutches of like, ooh, where's the lightsaber fight? Oh, here's the X-Wings. Yep. Here's all those tropes that you kind of commonly or, see or now. Or characters like, oh, whoa, the Luke Skywalker just showed up in this. Oh, Leia showed yeah. up in this. Here's a, it was, who's, here's, a, here's a hero character. You know, I mean, it, it, no one's a hero. Everybody's there and everybody's flawed. But you understand why they're doing certain things the way you have to, they have to do it. And uh, it, there's just some great performances. Uh, it was Andy Serkis. Holy yeah. crap, oh he was amazing God. too. Yes. He's yeah. always he was amazing. He was, yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Dude, he, yeah. Was like, he was a really talented actor. He was fantastic in this show. And what character did yeah. he play? Um, I have to pull it up. Gollum. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, he, he was, was a, he basically uh, he was a, in Batman. He was, a, he was a super. He was in a prison. He's a prisoner. Okay, and he was kind of like the supervisor on the floor of this whole like factory assembly team. And I don't want to go into spoilers, but okay. he was. Could you say his, what, his, for which side was he a prisoner on? So was he a really rebel? Doesn't, or it doesn't really even matter. It doesn't really. Oh, even so you matter. don't know what side no. he fought for no. before he got no. captured. No. He, okay. he was just there just to trying to get out, you know, do his time, make sure everything was running smoothly so he could get out and, you know, leave prison once his term was yeah, over. His, but his, his character's name was Kino Loy. Kino Loy. You know, the one thing I really do like about the whole Disney Plus and the expanded universe for Star Wars is that we focus on other aspects of the story. It's yes. not just the Skywalkers, right? It's not all about the Jedi or the Sith or the dark side or the Force. Mm-hmm. You know, now what we would consider be or support characters in the in the past you know when lucas in the 70s came out with all those little action figures you found some random droid or some random alien that had a whole backstory on the back of that card that he this person was a bounty hunter and he was in the one scene for four seconds in empire you know (laughs) but there was an action figure of him you know now you're finding out why these characters are important. And to your guys' point, they lead for some fascinating stories because everybody could be complex, right? How did we all end up in the same spot? And the journey to get there is is amazing. And, you know, I think, you know, for, for as much crap as we give Disney and their, and their lack of character development on, on certain things, 
you know, they've really found an opportunity here and are taking advantage of it for the better. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think this is the most grounded Star Wars pro- product we've seen in a long yeah. time. I mean, so I, I love it. And, All right. You guys ready for that exercise? Yeah, let's go for it. Man. Yep, let's, let's do, do it. it. Okay. One, can somebody tell me done. how many episodes are in Andor for season one? Twelve. 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 There's twelve episodes. And twelve. okay. And I know that you guys liked it at different times. Can you give me the episode in first season where you were officially hooked? Because Tony, I know it wasn't episode one. No, for I you. know, I know. I'm, I, I can I'm, tell I'm, you. I'm curious on the other two. He barely made it through that one. He, Actually, he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I pulled. I pulled what uh, uh, what Oren usually does when a Gu- Guardians uh, of the Galaxy film I don't, comes on. I don't want to hear <laughs> yes, what yeah. your favorite episode was. No. I want to know the episode where it switched in your brain to like, oh my gosh, so there. I may have to start binging this. This is this. Now I'm hooked. I want. I want it. I would have to say episode four. But episode six to me was fucking just like it was. I just said I didn't want to hear your favorite. No, I, I'm going to tell you because it, it, there's a story arc here. That's the other beautiful thing about this is there's there's a couple of story arcs in this entire series. But the the uh, episode six was it just blew me away. It was it was amazing. It was fun. It, I mean, it was just it was Star Wars. It was um, I don't it just it was awesome. But yes, I say episode four is where I kind of like was like, all right, now I'm in. All right, so Tony's got episode four. Oren, what say you? Um, well, I mean, really, I was in from the beginning because I was looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, the first two were—I mean, they were slow moving, but they were setting things up. So I probably three is when I really was like, okay, all right, yeah, you know, this is gonna be really good um yeah okay so episode three and wayne Mm -hmm. you know i probably have to echo episode six i i think everything was building and then you get to this point and you felt like this would be almost a season finale for other shows Yep. but it was just more like oh no now it's really starting yeah i mean it's almost like now things are really starting to happen and there's no going back at the after this point so i mean it, from that point, it just keeps building on top of it. And I think it from so I'd say maybe six was probably the one that kind of started kind of adding the weight of the show. Okay, kind of came to light. Yep. Something that I really appreciate that Disney Plus does is putting things in order, whether it be the Marvel Universe and now the Star Wars saga or whatever they're calling the Star Wars universe. Where does this fall in the timeline in the Star Wars universe? Uh, actually, it falls between uh, episodes uh, what three and four. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's. It's it's right before Rogue One. So yeah. It's right before Rogue One. So um, that's kind of where it falls in line. Because A New Hope, they destroy the Death Star and everything. New Hope is Rogue One. uh, Right is right before Rogue One is right before Episode Three. No, uh, four. Right. Yeah. Episode Four. four. Okay. Okay. All right. Right. Cool. And this is right before that. So yes. So then highly recommended. Now the the ultimate question. Where does it rank on your personal Star Wars, you know, <laughs> ranking? You knew I was going to uh, ask this. Dude, no, I didn't know you were going to ask this. Um, I think. Well, you should have known I was going to ask know, this. I know, I <laughs> know. Um, you know, Tony, mind if I jump in real quick? It, and you, could, you could close this out on yeah. it. Because I, I think uh, the original trilogy is always going to be the top. Because you don't have mm-hmm. Star Wars without the original trilogy. But uh, I think this is actually right after that mm-hmm. to me. So this would be after your episode six? 
this will be yeah so you have four five and six you got that mm-hmm. trilogy arc that's the that go with that's top then that's this will, base. for me this comes after that because this is like the proper prequel that we never got uh, Ooh. yeah i like how you and i'd that. have to say yeah the first three four five and six and then uh the holiday special <laughs> uh, yes no no, no no holiday special uh i, I agree with Wayne. b arthur b arthur oh b, b arthur. arthur yes this didn't have b arthur in it because well unfortunately she's not with us anymore alive anyway. to yeah but uh yes yeah, anyway uh, actually this <laughs> no. this this uh i agree with Wayne. It, it's right after the original trilogy uh you know i've had yeah. my issues with with the prequels uh, and the the Skywalker saga of seven eight nine just uh, it, 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 this is just there this is again. on the next level, man. This is this is really good. I, I, it's uh, it's right after the, the original trilogy for me. Who um who directed uh, Andor? Well, it's a bunch of directors. Tony, I know you like you're a director aficionado. Well, there's You'd a bunch love. of directors, but Tony Gilroy is the guy that uh, and I talked. Talked about, talked about this earlier. Um, he is the the showrunner, and he's the guy that was behind the Born Identity series. Uh, with oh yeah, oh I like that series. So yeah, again, it's just espionage. It's he, this guy is so dialed in with his storytelling. It's amazing. Whoa, what, then, was that, uh, what, <laughs> what was that, Orin? What the heck? What was that, Orin? Did you guys hear that? Was that was a burp that yeah. escaped. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think, I, couldn't I, think I think with that we should probably just end the segment. Well, I had then. one more question. Okay, yeah, what's is, the question? Is he, I is he involved? In last last question for for the showrunner now. Yeah. Is he currently involved in any more Star Wars projects? Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's even tied to season two. I, I hope he is. I hope is there so. going to be a season two? Oh. I, I guess. Yeah. yeah they, I was they, even going to ask that because I hadn't watched it yet. I didn't want to spoil anything. You no, know, there's going to be a season two. And um, honestly, uh, wow. they just need to keep it well, up. I man. mean, again, with the production, uh, uh, the amount of production that they put behind this. I mean, you'd hate to have to strike all those sets. Yeah, right? And, 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 and not uh, only that, but it's like, I hope they keep the quality up. Right. Because we know that Disney's kind of not, not Disney streaming's kind of taking a hit right now and i honestly i hope they don't lose any of that with uh uh and or season two uh, because it just brings it it feels lived in it feels right the sets are amazing and it's just all part of this grand storytelling that i have not seen in a series in a long time so i i love it i love the fact that you use the um the term lived in because i do know and i can't quote exactly where it's from but i have heard in previous interviews with george lucas is that he wanted this universe to feel lived in right it's not as polished and as pretty as some other sci-fi shows out there you know or or series but he wanted this uh this 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 universe to feel lived in and i'm glad that you brought that up can i segue really quick to another george lucas prod uh um uh, show and ask you guys what you felt about Willow. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I have not watched it yet. <laughs> Wade's Orin, face says it, it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no, not not. I mean, I've, I've watched like one and a half episodes. <laughs> so I've actually seen more of Willow than I have of Andor. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. so far. Okay, then I guess I'll speak but, on this. You know, it may surprise uh, me later. I don't know. So Brian, I, I, Dan and I have seen all three episodes up, up to this point. Okay, 
I have yet to get through all of episode one. <laughs> it was a and hard you know watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think you probably had a good place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll just say this. I'm no spoilers. I was highly looking forward to this. You know, maybe that was the whole member berries thing from yeah. the old first yep. Willow. You know, and the music and uh, oh, yeah. Well, part of it is like they they it's I don't know. It, it feels like it's trying to do way too much and not doing it well. Um, it's like doing this quest, Lord of the Rings quest, but I don't give a shit about it. Uh, the characters <laughs> could care less. Uh, there's only one character I kind of feel like, oh, I, I like her. Everybody else are either either tropes or like Will is a dick. I'm just saying he's a dick. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Make that a shirt. Yes. Make that a shirt. Uh, yeah. Will, yeah. Willow is a chump. Um, there you go. And uh, and. and, and like all, all the other characters, it's like they just seem like brats. Uh, they don't really have anything to bring to the story. Um, it's just this. No, I, I don't care for it. And then there's this weird transition to the credit music, where it goes from this kind of like score, you know, orchestral score, and then it goes into this kind of like this remixed or uh, redone like pop music. Like the last one uh, did Enter Sandman, but it was a female vocalist, and it goes it switches as it goes from the end of the episode shot playing Enter Sandman and then it goes into the credits and I'm like what what is what? going on it feels so I'm almost like weird I know you're knocking it but I'm kind of curious now to see what oh, that sounds that. like it sounds horrible <laughs> Wayne is doing a, a great job of uh of telling me that I don't need to see this so you Brian I would say stop watching that and start watching Andor I have stopped watching okay. I All couldn't right. get through episode one <laughs> all right so but uh <sighs> Andor Yes, maybe uh, maybe I'll, I'll start that today because I am now very curious about episode six and I'm waiting to see when my transition to where I'm like, I'm binging this now <laughs> okay. hits me. Yeah. So the one thing to take away, Willow's a dick. <laughs> yeah, Willow's a dick. That's it. Hey, I, you All know what? I right. just, yeah, what are we going to do next, Brian? We are going to look into our crystal balls, <laughs> our gentlemen. Future, yeah. And look at our Tony. Balls. Tony's avos roasting avos on his uh, on his floor heater. That's right. Um, and kind of predict how do you feel Avatar Two will do in the box office? Box office. Box office. I cannot box. talk. Um, sauce in the, so- box the sauce, sauce boxes. Anyway, the box in the sauce, sauce boxes. Okay. Right. Sauce anyway, <clears throat> editing note, Wayne. Anyway, so how do we feel that Avatar Two will do in the box office? And and you know like. It has too much time passed from yeah, from the I mean, from this, the first one for do, people to care. Do you think this is going to like uh, inside a resurgence in Avatar? Because I know he's got like it's said that he has got like he's working like on five or something, right? Is that yeah, what I, I heard think so. Last? I think that they're going uh, up to five. Not. Yeah, I think they're going up. to Oh five. my gosh! But but like, are people going to fall in love with these characters again? And Pandora and so you know Unatanium and what are all <laughs> those other terms that. Uh, that the, the, the show has brought to us. Uh, so I honestly, um, I have to say I did buy tickets and I'm bu- I bought tickets for like, uh, they're actually coming out with a high frame rate of uh, version of Avatar. So I'm looking forward to that. And if, if nobody. What if, does that mean? High frame rate. So basically uh, when you see a standard film, it's 24 frames per second. Okay. Uh, with a high frame rate, they usually will double that to like 48, maybe even 60. And what it does is it kind of creates more of a realistic feeling. Some people have said it, it reminds them too much of video. 
uh, because of how fast and everything moves. But knowing James Cameron and how detail oriented he is and how uh, you want to talk about dicks. I hear he's like the biggest dick of them all. And he is very. What? Yeah, I hear that. He is very like uh, he's close attention to detail on things. So I would feel like seeing a film in 3D on a big screen in a recliner. High frame rate. I think oh he's God. he's the only person I would trust in order to do that correctly. So I'm going to go give it a shot and see how it goes. Are you seeing it in 3D? Yes, I'm seeing it 3D oh. and high frame rate. So I am I'm going like all out for this thing because that is usually how he likes things to be witnessed, right? He wants everything to be on the cutting edge yeah. of technology. I mean, the guy has been on the forefront of things for the past 30 years. I mean, he has given yeah, us classic. We know after that classic he loves his water classic. movies. <laughs> yes, exactly. And honestly, with Avatar, I'm not too excited about it. I wasn't really. I mean, I liked the first film, and I loved the experience it gave me in the movie theaters. And I'm hoping to recapture that in this one. But uh, honestly, I don't. If I know one thing is, you never count James Cameron out. So I don't know. It, will it be as big as is the first one? Time will tell. But I'm hearing really positive things. Again, with those positive things, I've heard that, you know, they usually will put all of the good stuff out first so that it brings up the hype of the film. But I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun film. It's three hours and 10 minutes. That's another thing that he is known for is these long, epic films. But I'm going to give it a shot. Yes, three hours and 10 minutes, dude. Three hours and 10 minutes. So I'm taking my son to see it. I, I... Also, have ordered already purchased tickets. Uh, my son is a big fan of the first one, and he's really excited about the second one. And I probably wouldn't have ordered tickets already if it weren't for him. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, it's very rare that that he asks me to go see a movie. Usually, I'm telling him, "Hey, we're going to go see the next Marvel movie coming out." Blah blah blah, and he's like, "Okay," but he's like, "Dad, can can we go see this movie?" And uh, so I'm, yeah, you know, I'm taking him, but. I did not want to see it in 3D. I, I just really. I don't, I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I just don't want to watch a 3D movie for three hours. I, you know, I'm at that age now where I'm just afraid it's gonna make me sick. Um, <laughs> so, and, and it's uh, high frame rates, which would probably make yeah, you sick as well. I, uh, I, I did watch the first one in 3D, and remember enjoying it a second time uh, watching it in standard. Wow. So um, I'm taking him to see the non-3D version of the show. But in my area, there's only one showing that is not in 3D. That's very early in the morning, like at 8 a.m. And I understand why they do it so early. It's because it's over three hours long. And Mm -hmm. everything else is is three hours. I'm sorry, is is 3D. So, yeah, my son and I will be seeing it uh, next weekend uh, when it comes out. Hey, quick little note. Also, you know, Tony bringing up the thing about uh, high frame rate films yep. and such. Uh, so obviously the first Avatar was also in 48 frames per second. Oh, was it really? As well as Peter. J- yeah. And apparently Peter Jackson's the Hobbit, Hobbit yes. movies were also I saw 48 that. frames. But, you know, the one thing that caught my attention, because I'm looking over this list just out of curiosity, um, being uh, fans of the Disneyland parks, uh, specifically California Adventure Park. Did you know Soaring Over California was also filmed in 48 frames per second? No, I didn't oh. know that. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Supposedly it was, yeah. That's the cool. More you know. Wow. 
but yeah, I'm um um I, I saw I saw the uh, the Hobbit in 48 frames per second, and honestly, I did not like it. I mean, I didn't like the film at all. So seeing the films were terrible. Yeah, they were terrible, and seeing it in the high frame rate, I thought was going to add a lot more to it, and it really didn't. So, um, but again, I trust James Cameron, and I trust what he does with the film. And if he's going to be putting it in high frame rate, I want to see that and see how it, it comes out. All right. So, um, Brian, what do you think? Well, wait, Oren, do you have anything? Oh, yeah, Oren. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. No. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks, Warren. Woo. All right. So, hey, Wayne, you've got a little treat for us. Uh, there was something that you have you were inspired by over the past week, and now you've given us some homework. And uh, why don't you fill everybody in on what we're going to be doing and why? Absolutely. So I want to say, uh, give credit where credit is due to listener Donald for bringing this idea up when, when we were hanging out the other day. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to try and figure out what your guys's tattoo totem will be and uh, so what we try to describe what that means or what that is is basically uh if you were to get a you know everybody knows what a uh, totem pole is you know he's a stack of different type of characters or figures or imagery but in this case i asked both tony and brian to think of like four or five images that could represent phases or stages or representative of their life as they have grown over the years so whether it could be some childhood it could be adolescence it could be young adulthood and so on and so forth and what would those imageries as they stack up on top of each other what would those be and additionally once they figured out what you know that was a homework assignment so they get a chance to think about it mull it over you know meditate on it a bit for tony uh but then being said also where would you have this tattoo placed so that's the secondary question. So before we get into that, I know that you guys wanted to share or ask a question about what is your tattoo experience slash history. So make sure everybody understands where you guys are coming from. <laughs> I'll start with you, Brian. It'll be brief. Oh, well, <laughs> my history is brief with tattoos. I, I am a clean slate. I have no tattoos. Um, I do want them. Uh, I just, I'm very picky as uh, some of our longtime listeners will, will uh, you know, will know that um i'm very picky i get tired of things fairly quickly so the thought of some kind of image on my body that i'd have to see every day i feel like i would get tired of it eventually and i feel that that has held me back on on getting a tattoo it's not that i don't want them it's just i get tired of things and i get tired of placement and yeah i'm just not I'm not going to set it and forget it. I'm just going to, I'll see it every day. And I, and but I'm if it very becomes a part of, of you, then it, it, that's, that's the whole point. It's going to be a part but of But I you. change. I change all the time. Yeah, you can change, but you can also make sure that your tattoos are indicative of things that are very important to you or things that, um, so I, I always good. feel like, I always feel like I love this challenge, uh, but I've always felt like my tattoos always, they always mean something. And I have, I think somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, I think, 10, and 10, 10 to 12 tattoos on me. Um, I started my very first one, and all of them have meant something to me. They're not like, there was I one. I would expect nothing less from you. What? What do you mean? <laughs> I know, right? My because first... you're a very uh, insightful, thoughtful person. So yeah. I'm sure you can look at each one of them and remember why you chose that one, where you got it, mm-hmm. you know, and just 
like it's like a time machine, right? You'll look at yeah. that and just instantly transport back to why this means so much to you. You'll probably have a little tear in your eye yeah. about it. And then you know. actually, you're right. You're right. I, yeah, you're, you're, so my very the ver- very first tattoo I ever I ever had was uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, and it was a Marine Corps tattoo. And I still, you know, I love it. It's a, it's, it's right here. It's a, a flag with a bulldog. Uh, with a, it's on your left yeah, arm, right? Yeah, it's on my left, left, arm. My yeah. left upper arm. Uh, it's an American flag uh, with a banner through it. says Semper Fidelis. And it's a bulldog with his uh, blues cover on. And underneath it, he ha- it says USMC. So that was my very first tattoo. And I again, it was because I, I was in the Marine Corps. Um, and then, uh, so I've added more things as we go on, and I'll kind of talk about those as, as we go to the top totems. But yeah, Wayne, you had a question? What was the most recent one? Unless, is that, or is that a spoiler? spoiler uh, no, no. My most recent one is on my calf. Um, I got, uh, this is going to sound so weird. It's my name. <laughs> so no. there, there was somebody, that, surprised. so there's somebody that was very near and dear to me. Uh, she still is. She's still with me. I, I, you know, uh, her name was Zoe Krause and, um, she, she was somebody that was very, like I said, near and dear to me. And I know that Wayne's tattoo is, is kind of tied to Zoe as well. Zoe meant a lot to us, and she was 18, and uh, she, she she passed away, unfortunately. Um, but the the tattoo I had, she loved um, Towley. She loved Towley, and she also loved Star Wars. So my tattoo, my most recent one, is of Towley, and he's holding a lightsaber. And it's because of Zoe. And Zoe and I would always kid with one another. Um, she would... We would always tell one of Tally's lines was, you're a towel. No, you're a towel. So we would always go back and forth calling each other towels. And that's kind of how we formed our little towely bond. So, yes, it's very weird. People go, you got towely on your, <laughs> you've got towely on your calf. Yeah. But again, it's because of Zoe. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's my most recent tattoo. So, gentlemen. Shall we go down your tattoo? How do you want to do this? You want to go one step at a time, or you want to go everybody all at once? Uh, yeah, how do you want to do this, Brian? Yeah, um, let's go all at once. Oh, well, okay. Well, okay, first off, how many we do you have? How many injuries do you have each? How many do I have? I have, hold on, yeah. find out. I've got four. And Brian, how many do you? Four? Tony's got four. I have three solids. I, the, 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 I, yeah, three that I absolutely want on my totem. But then I'm, I have two others that I'm not convinced yet. <laughs> oh, Brian, go for it. I want yeah, you to yeah, start. I want to yeah, well, hear this. I want to hear. I want to hear Brian's. So, Mr. <sighs> Mr. Ha- he's never more. had tattoos. Yes, yeah. I've never had tattoos. So, uh, my totem, um, the first one would be some kind of image of of a wolf. Um, it's something that that I took from my dad, and. Uh, you know, it's my favorite animal. It was his favorite animal. And he always described it as his favorite animal because they're so family oriented. You know, you could be your lone wolf, but, you know, the alpha wolf or the lone wolf, you know, you eventually get a pack. Right. And 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 these are strong family bonds. So to me, a wolf represents family. I think about it, you know, for like my kids, my 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 whole family in general. So I want the wolf because it's my favorite animal. And it reminds me of my family. 
the next one would be um, uh, an image of uh, I don't know hockey, something you know maybe puck and sticks or skates. Uh, but I have a lot of family members who have played hockey. I've grown up playing it my whole life, and I truly feel like it has helped mold me into the person I am today. And uh, with my competitiveness, um, you know, um, a lot of my mindset. And so I, it's had a big impact in my life. And uh, I want to I wanna recognize and honor that somehow. The third, okay, uh, number th- three. Yeah, the third thing would be uh, probably the American flag. You know, I am, I'm very proud of this country, even though we're going through a hard time right now. But I have a lot, a lot, a lot of family members who have um, served in the armed forces. And I have a lot of friends, close friends, you know, including Tony. And I have crazy mad respect for anybody who has served in our armed forces. And, you know, that will never die. And uh, I am, you know, through the good and through the bad, you know, I am 100% American and love this country and uh and i want to represent everybody who is who has honored us in serving and um who will who who loves it just as much as i do so uh the american flag is important to me and then uh the 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 two that i'm kind of wavering on is you know i want something kind of um i like you know i grew up in uh, beach communities yeah, the ocean is very important to me. Um, you know, a lot of my family still lives in uh, the South Bay, and they they uh, they live in beach communities. I just, you know, a lot of my fondest memories of you know hanging out with the family at the beach or the ocean or or something. So some kind of like, but here's where I, I teeter with this one. I like the beach scenery but i just don't want something that to come off like really feminine on my body oh god like what so what like if it's feminine no. who cares like what, like what? i just seashell? don't want that other a like, seashell? seashell exactly no, I'm, t- I'm, I'm serious like, or you i'm can a manly man i can't waves or like or something. A, or, i don't know wa- do waves I, can be cool man i uh, you know i know i don't i just have my favorite seen that. art in the world um depicts waves and it's so uh, so like yeah. i said like i'm so, you know like I, I i'm thinking of myself like would i really want that on on a on beach me? ball or something a big sun umbrella and then um big volleyball that's what he needs is a volleyball yes <laughs> big balls so um and then uh the last thing is i'm very very curious about um exploring space and at one point, I really wanted to be an astronaut. I still do, but I'm too old and too stupid for that. But uh, <laughs> I would, uh, but but exploring space uh, to me, I I feel like that's the future, and I'm excited for that. I you know, so I, a beach j- ball that also looks like the moon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> a two for one right there. Yeah. A two. For. So that would that would be my totem. That that describes me. It's family, hockey. Um, uh, the American flag, uh, the beach setting, and then exploring the future through space. Dude, that's awesome. Okay, but where? Where? Yeah, where? I would, would you put get it. it. Oh, I yeah, would get it on question. my left arm, inside my my upper arm. Ouch! The bicep, probably. Yeah, like inside the bicep there, somewhere like, where oh, I can that, wear. That, that 
Yeah, yeah, like where Tony's got it right now. But on, oh. on you know, I yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure it will hurt. I don't I have no reference to it, but I've heard that that is a very sensitive spot. But anyway, I, I want it there because mainly because of, of the wolf symbol. It's close to my heart. And uh and and for me, family is the most important. So that's what's holding my structure together. I want it there because it's close to my heart. And if I'm wearing a short sleeve a short sleeve shirt and don't want to show a tattoo or something like that, it would be not seen as easily. Wow. All right. Deep good answer. Good answer. Deep, Brian. Those are so deep. Yeah, it's not that deep. You know, like this was, this was hard though to, to figure out. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mine was hard too. I, I, I had to figure out like, how, how do I want to do this? How do I want to represent things? And I was going by decades of like, what has been important to me over the decades, right? So like growing up as a kid, this is where I'm going to get my first like totem and I'm going to start off with a Yoda Sit on the toilet with a dictionary. No, <laughs> dude, that would have been great. I should have went with that. Yes. A freaking dictionary and me on the toilet. That would be amazing. But Holy no, Yoda. no, yes. It's going to be a Yoda head and re again, why I love star Wars, star Wars really helped me. Um, that's where I, my obsession with film began was with star Wars. And I, you know, I was thinking Darth Vader, but no, I, I was more, I'm more drawn to Yoda. Yoda was a fun character. He was also full of wisdom. So I would start off with Yoda as my first kind of totem. And th again, that's mainly because of my love of for film and I can really trace that back to um, the star Wars trilogy. The second um, is uh, I get a little emotional with this one, but it is, it's going to be uh, three little birds. And um, there is a, bit, a song by Bob Marley called three little birds. And those three little birds would represent Sarah, Olivia and Alexis. And they've always been my three little birds. That song has, um, this is going to sound weird, but if you go through life, sometimes you just really need to listen to what's going on around you. And this song, Three Little Birds, has found me in some of the most challenging times in my life. Um, and I'll give you an example. I was in boot camp. I was 18 years old. I didn't have any kids at that point. I, you know, and Sarah and I were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, I'm sitting there just going through like hell i'm sitting at a desk and there was this marine that was really kind of doing i think it was like admin stuff and asking me questions and grilling me and uh i hear the song come on and one of the the, the chorus basically says that uh everything's going to be all right so that started coming on and I got a big grin on my face and I just knew, I just, I just knew everything was going to be fine. I'm going to go through this. I'm, I, this is not, you know, I'm not the first person that has gone through this, nor am I going to be the last. So that song kind of found me at that point. And I remember him is like, what the fuck are you smiling about? And it, there was just nothing in my life. I was like, you know, nothing. I'm not smiling about anything, but I, it, it was one of those things that just really struck me. Another time I was in Austin, Texas, just moved there, didn't have a job, didn't have anything. I was feeling depressed. And again, that song found me and it was on the radio. It just popped up. 
So again, three little birds have always been indicative of Sarah and the girls, and that would be my second totem. My third one, uh, again, I'm going back to my 30s. Uh, I had, uh, it's going to be, uh, you might have to look this one up, guys. The artist is named Alex Gray, and it would be of a psychedelic head. And you'll see some what of his some of his art. And the reason why I would pick that was uh, there was a time in my 30s, I um, I ended up in a hospital with uh, with with some serotonin syndrome, and uh, I was in there for three days. And honestly, that three days was one of the hardest times in my family's life, in my life. And I came out of that whole experience a vastly different person than when I went into it. And um, I don't know what happened. I don't know what changed. I don't know how it kind of happened, but it just did. Something clicked and my whole mindset um, changed. My whole outlook on life had changed. A lot of learning, a lot of um, soul searching. All of that stemmed from this bad experience. It was it was a horrendous experience. My family was going through a rough time with, with me being in the hospital for three days. I don't really remember any of it, but it was all because of this one experience. And that kind of opened my, my mind up to being a better and different person. So that would be uh, my third po- totem. And now my fourth totem, as I get older, um, I'm really into stoicism lately. And the father of Stoicism is Marcus Aurelius, so he would be my uh, he would be my fourth person uh, or my fourth totem. Uh, again, Meditations is a, a book that was written what two thousand years ago, and has some of the most profound lessons in life that you will ever learn in this one book. And uh, you know he fits that kind of old kind of guy: the wisdom, the beard, the the long hair very wise in his ways and uh that would be my fourth totem so there you go those are my four totems and uh yeah that's why i would wow kind of like a it's funny that we took it differently because you made it a timeline of your life and i find that fascinating and i took it of like what's important to me yeah. So, but those that those is, timelines, those timelines were. I mean, they were very distinct. No, I'm not saying that timelines. they're not important to you. No, 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 they no, absolutely know, are. But, yeah. but I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I found it fascinating and how we both interpreted Wayne's homework assignment. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I used it as more of like, but you know, this is this is me. I overthink things, right? And I want to go back in time and where are the steps along the way where I've become Tony that I am today. So, and those are the the, the things that have done it and to answer your question where would i put it i would actually put it on my left forearm right here so it's always there for me and i think it complements my uh my whole philosophy in life on my right arm i've got a tattoo this is omni vincent amor which means love conquers all that is something that uh has guided me in my life i have it here for a reason um when sarah sarah's got the other part of that in latin uh, on her wrist and whenever we hold hands together we now complete the phrase so it's yeah Aww. yeah, yeah. I, know, I know right <laughs> so yeah see you see that is it right there that's it so uh mine says love conquers all hers says let us all yield to love so again when we when we hold hands 
That is know. so disgustingly cute. That it just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and gross, isn't it? Isn't it gross? But anyway, no, those would be the not, two, those would be the two things. I'm not, oh, man. That's okay. That's all right. That's something I would never have thought of. I know. I know. Well, but, actually, the oh, funny man. thing is about this tattoo, I had a dream about it. I had an actual dream about it in Latin and everything. And I got up and I was like, hey, I need to get a tattoo. And she's like, what? And <laughs> when we started looking into this, we made it about us, right? We made the tattoo about us. Because I will never get Sarah's name on my chest. I will never get my her name anywhere on me because I've always, you know, there's always this kind of uh, unspoken rule that you're not supposed to have your wife or your spouse on your what name. What rule is that? I've never heard of this. Yes. Supposedly, if you do that, then you're doomed. That's, that's really? kind of the whole, yeah, because it's written on you so, at some point. Is that like um, common knowledge? I've never heard of that. Well, it's common knowledge if you do have tattoos. It's common knowledge of nothing. Right. If, I, if I'm part of the, if, yeah. Yeah, that's right. If I if I if I'm in that club, yes. So uh, so yeah, like my I, first ink, then I'll just like somehow just inherently know all these things. I guess so. I guess so. I, I don't know. I don't know how I found out about that. Or I don't even know if it is a real thing. But that's always what I've heard. It's always been this all kind right. of unspoken rule not to put somebody's name on there unless they are like I've got my daughter's names on me. But I won't have Sarah's, and this was this is my my this is my tattoo for Sarah. So, um, and that's that's wow. that's pretty much it. But yeah, and any mine? No. <laughs> Wayne, right, did anyway. we did we pass? <laughs> yeah, did we pass? What, I mean, what were you thinking on that? Jeez, I hope that was entertaining. I know I fell asleep. What were you guys talking about? <laughs> it was something. <laughs> it was something. That sounds about right. No, no, no. I love how insightful and like the different approaches you guys came with. Um, I think it's it's better when you guys have an opportunity to interpret it and make it your own. So, you know, I yeah. think it's really cool. But gentlemen, shall we uh, go into the last pop quickies of the year? Oh, no. yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's let's I'm hit it right kidding. now. It's time for pop, pop, pop quickies. Oh, we were getting too deep on that, man. I know. Let's lighten this shit up. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's, let's try to get through this quick. Let's let's, <laughs> okay. let's 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 go with this little deeper here. Okay. Um, when I pick one of these, what would you use to decorate? Do you prefer tinsel, or do you rather have flocking? Tinsel on your tree. Yeah, tinsel. I think tinsel. tinsel. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, less of a mess. Yes, and flocking uh, flocking's great and all. It looks amazing. But, you know, when you but live in Iowa, you, you can step outside and see flocking. So I, give me the tinsel and it's easier to clean. Yeah, it's easier to clean. Okay. And also, never mind. <laughs> and okay, Have so you ever also done that thing with tinsel tree. where you oh, okay. pull them together and you, you whistle through it? Y- yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe tinseled while you flocked? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> now we're getting deep. Yes. <laughs> Does that have a secondary meaning that I'm not, I'm not aware of? Oh, I don't know. Everything has um, a secondary meaning. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Also for Christmas tr- Christmas related, what goes on top of your Christmas tree? Um, uh, I have this me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the orange tree. <laughs> uh, currently, I have a star. I have a and, star and as well. I think I've always had a star. Now that I'm trying to think of Christmas trees past, that that should be a Christmas movie. But, my, uh, I have a really cool star that when you put it on top, it then has a projection inside of it, and then stars show up on the on the ceiling. Yes, so, mine too. Kind of they, they, cool. oh, they, they almost rotate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, oh wow, yeah, we have, have the same, same star. 
Oh, oh that's wow. creepy. Oh, that is creepy. Wow. Ooh. Boy, Brian, we're more connected than we think, man. That's so, even scarier. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Just, no wow. Here's the thing. You make that comment, but in no way did I think Tony went out and bought that. That is a Sarah purchase, 100%. <laughs> I think you're so, right. I think so you are Tony right. Tony does not get credit for that. <laughs> it probably is a no, Sarah the, thing. The yeah. dogs bought it. Yeah, exactly. Or his daughters bought it or somebody. But Tony yeah. didn't go out and make that purchase. You're right. You're right. They did. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, all right. Next one. You guys know how uh, people get very creative and maybe go over the top with their house decorations during Christmas time. Oh, yep. What do you guys think about over Christmas house light shows? I yay or nay? love them. Yay. Absolutely. <laughs> yay. 100% yay. I, one of my dreams to Tony freeze. No, I'm right here, man. I'm no, oh my gosh. He was just really still for a second. Um, <laughs> One of my dreams, when I do finally own a place of my own, I would love to live in one of those neighborhoods that that you have to close the streets because people like like there's almost a competition on on and on on, on how much you decorate. And I am so competitive that this would be like a well thought out plan. You would see blueprints. And you would know, like, where things were going to be placed. I'd get my kids involved. My family would probably hate it. But, I mean, like, I will eventually have the top house of that neighborhood. Okay. But multiple colors, right, Brian? Totally. Yeah. Okay. But, but strategic. And I want one of those things that, that the lights turn on based on the music that you're okay. playing. Yeah. Almost like a like a rock concert. No, I, I say that because there's a house over by me here. You go down the street and then as soon as you cross the cross street right on the corner there's a house and it's just the house is all lit up but it's just all white oh my god and i swear that house lights up the whole city of anaheim it's just like (laughs) it's like christmas vacation yeah i i I don't know how people don't have accidents on the cross street there because it's just blinding white lights and it sucks i i know i know tony's gonna answer in just one second but i realize that based on my age and and in the way i play that my hockey career will come to an end someday <laughs> this will be my new sport yo yeah. i will be competitive in Dude, decorating be, my house I, I thought it would be hot dog eating <laughs> that will be my yeah. hobby that will be my hobby but this will be my sport i will give, uh, get competitive bag i run for his money <laughs> yes. yeah no joey chestnut man he's gonna That's be like his name I, I, I couldn't remember his name oh <laughs> There's there's a something to add to my totem, Joey Chestnut. I want a hot oh dog God. on my totem. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh my! You can put, you can put him on the Jeez. totem. So yeah. I just want a, eat him. A, a hot dog. I want a oh, soggy whatever, hot dog. Dude, on there. Whatever. Uh, anyway. Soggy hot dog on your totem. <laughs> I I <laughs> soggy hot dog because he dips oh, in the water to help it go down. I just I want a soggy hot dog on my totem. Oh, it just sounds so wrong. Oh, anyway. Um, so I, I, I love those. I love the house, the houses that are always, uh, full of like, I, I could watch videos of like, Me too. Of, Did of you see those competitions like, on the shows? Sandman like- and all of this other stuff. There was one for Halloween. And then, uh, I, I love seeing all that stuff kind of coordinated to Christmas carols. I love it. I love it. I do too. I yeah. do too. I watch those and you know, like it's some people are like cat video people. Like I watch like, like, yep decorating competitions right and i want to see yes. some music and you know just you know some people put out like a what yep. time the show times are going to be on their on their lawn <laughs> right and people just kind of gather and i just yeah. i think i would really get a kick out of that 
Yeah, those are cool. Uh, you guys are attention whores. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we I, should start I, a podcast. I, I don't do it. I don't do it, but I love watching it. So, yeah. exactly. No. All right. Uh, Christmas cards. Yay or nay? Nay. I like nay. getting them. I am so bad at sending them out. Yeah, me too. It's kind of like I'm me and texting. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst when it comes to, I don't know. I just, I, I should. Because then it reaches out to more people, but I, you know, I, every year I think, oh, we should do Christmas cards, and then it, it just never happens. I, I should be better about it. You know what? I'll make a res, a resolution for two, 2023. I'm going to send out Christmas cards. You're going to remember year. a year yeah. from yeah. now. I will also. No, I don't make know. I don't know. a resolution <laughs> for 2023. <laughs> I will want to send out Christmas cards, but I will send out none. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always want to. I always want to, and I always appreciate it when I when I get one. Yeah, me too. I really like it, and I put them up in the in the house, and uh, um, yeah, it's just like the person took that thought and they sent you a a season's greetings or whatever. But whatever they had to write my name out and put a stamp on it and throw it in the mailbox, and so much effort went into it, and I really appreciate that. I wish. I was like I was that, better. but I'm, I'm not. I'm not good. What I'll do is I'll put like some kind of family picture on social media, and I just hope it reaches all my loved ones. You know, well, that I sucks. got a follow-up question for this. <laughs> follow-up question is that: Do you guys prefer when you guys get cards? Because obviously you don't send them. Do you prefer you get the ones that are traditional or the ones with the photo of the family? I want the family. Uh, yeah, I like. Yeah, photos. the friends are family. Yeah, yeah. Um, I the traditional it makes it a cards bit more personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, w- I want some kind of picture of the family. Because uh, well, it still can be personal. Like my mom, she actually, she's like a, she does painting as a hobby and she will make Christmas cards from her. If paintings. she made it. Oh, oh absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's cool. Yeah, that's a yeah. great idea. I thought you meant like some like store bought. No, it know, could be whatever. I mean, card, I just thought. But, oh, yeah. I, if, if somebody's putting the effort into making a piece of art and sharing that with me, yeah. then I'm all about that. One, I, I'd be happy. I'm happy to receive it because, like I said, that person thought about you. They put the stamp on it. and But if I had a preference, I, I, I do appreciate the, the pictures of the family. I put a big picture of my big, bright toe. I, I would love that. Do okay. <laughs> Can well, you paste a Speaking of pictures, <laughs> did you guys, as a as because growing up, did you ever get pictures with Santa on a, sitting on Santa's lap? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Where were those pictures taken? Um, mine were taken at the Westminster Mall back in the day. That's where I would go see Santa every year. Yeah, my parents would take me there. And, uh, yeah, I would go see him there. I don't remember where, but it was some mall. I, I think it was a mall as well. Um, but I was, I was too young to realize where it was. But some mall. Okay. What are your guys' thoughts about that now? I, I love them. Yeah, I think I love seeing pictures of like kids with Santa, and I, I don't know. I just I, I enjoy them. I, I think that they're they're fun. There's one that Mike Prisco has that is absolutely one of my favorite things ever. His his uh, daughter Elise is crying, screaming, trying to get away, and, and everybody's looking at her. It is the cutest picture I think I've ever seen. But that yes, awesome. I love it. Yeah. You know, Wayne. So it's, you guys would you'll still do it. I yeah, would. I would. I would absolutely do it. But the one that I don't like is um, when people take their kids to go see the Easter Bunny. For some reason, I'm just like, oh, that's <laughs> like, why are we doing the Easter Bunny? But Santa, like, I'm totally behind that, and I I can't explain why I feel that way. But 
pictures of these. You can see their face. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I would, I would do it. I like I would do it now. I'm in my 40s. I would still go go see Santa. You would send you would send us. Oh my gosh, that's such a great picture, Tony. Isn't that great? He's showing us a picture right now of uh, of his friend's family uh, visiting Santa, and one of them is just crying her eyes out. (laughs) It's a great picture. All right, next question. What is your favorite Christmas time beverage? Anything oh. with alcohol. Uh, we just did this the other night. Yeah, uh, like hot cocoa. Changed. I love a good hot cocoa. Um, it's, nothing screams the holidays more than that. Uh, we even did like we put marshmallows on top, and then I, I had a little brulee torch, and I kind of oh, yeah, I kind that of that sound good. Yeah, I, yeah, it was it was amazing. Sarah made it with like half and half, and this really good chocolate milk that we get out here uh, from uh, one of the milk. Amish farms. It is oh my god, and she just like made it all nice, and it, it was so chocolatey, so rich, so decadent, and then putting that that toasted marshmallow on top. Ah, yes. That's what I love. And whiskey. I have, um, it's hot cocoa also. I've never had it the way Tony describes it, and I want to <laughs> now. But for me, it's hot cocoa also. Just really um, chocolatey, smooth, rich. Um, I don't drink it that often, but this time of the year, um, I look forward to that. You know, Tony sounds very bougie. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he gets- <laughs> My bougie army. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. All right. Oh, man. All right. but yeah, you're last, absolutely right. Last, uh, this might be the last one then, holiday related. Uh, do you guys prefer to decorate with reefs or using poinsettias? Oh, my gosh. So my wife is a big reef person. Uh, she likes Don't to call make her, her that. <laughs> she, she makes her own. She does clippings from other trees to make them. She... Um, but my family growing up, especially my mom and my grandmother, um, are you'll see poinsettias everywhere. So yeah, I, th- I, I, th- I grew up with poinsettias, but since being married, my wife's a very like like DIY DIY reef. You know, like she makes all kinds of reefs, different themed, and she puts them all over the place. They're really good. What about a poinsettia wreath? She probably has done that. I'm sure. <laughs> I say poinsettias because, uh, again, my, my, my family is all about plants. Everybody loves plants. And, uh, yeah, sweet Mr. Pothos, Mrs. Pothos back there. But, anyhow, <laughs> um, oh, but no. yes, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> but poinsettias are, are kind of uh, a little Thank bit more versatile. Thank you for versatile. mentioning me, Tony. Yeah, you're welcome. I miss you. Okay. <laughs> I'm right behind uh, you. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to add a couple more just because – you guys been too nice. Um, <laughs> let's see here. I got no more holiday ones, but let me go. Let's mix it up real quick. What is your least favorite movie? Uh, don't look up the Netflix <laughs> thing. I um, uh, you absolutely hated. That I movie, hate it you? so much. I hate it. it. Hurts me to watch it. It it is that is probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Do we have to have watched the whole thing? No, because no, I will I'm never go with what ask we talked to about put last anybody week. through that. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the least favorite movie. I, that is the worst film that I think I've ever seen. And uh, yes, I'm going to stick by that. Uh, and also okay. a f- real close behind Blair Witch Project Two, another film I walked out of. Those yes. are my least favorite films of all time. All right. Jeffrey Donovan sucks. <laughs> 
So the next one Just I have is what, is what is what is your least favorite song? Oh. Oh. Um, oh, I know. Um, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that fucking song. I hate that song. Or that one, the 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 blue song. That fucking blue song. What yeah. the fuck? You know Eiffel, what I'm talking Eiffel, about? Those two. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate those fucking two songs. Those two songs. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. Oh, see the fucking. See my veins popping out of my head. I hate those <laughs> songs. I hate them. Tell us how you really feel. Yes, Brian. Gosh, I, I'm not really a music person, so this is kind of hard for me. I guess Tony's rendition of Barbie Girl is probably my <laughs> least favorite song ever. But um, I remember I mean, what I don't know who sings this. Uh, I, I I know a lot of people know the song. It's pretty popular, but I just cannot stand it. I can't get through the whole song because it just it's nails on a chalkboard for me. Uh, but it's I'm trying to think of how it goes. This is, I mean, I change it so fast that I, I'm having problems. It's like today is going to be the day that something. something oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. God, I just hate that's that. Song. Wonderwall. That's Wonderwall, dude. God, you hate that song? Fucking a. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Uh, <laughs> so random question. You would rather you rather you hate that song more than like the Macarena and stuff like that? Oh, oh. give me the Macarena over that song any day. Wow. Really? Any day. Yeah. Wow. And wow. I'm not saying I'm a big, Christmas one. I'm not Mama just Cita? saying <laughs> Santa Claus. No. I'm just I'm not saying that I'm a big advocate for Macarena, but compared to the two. Yeah. Oh, oh another okay. you know what another song oh, I hate ahead. is Tom's Diner by Susan Vega. Oh, I hate that song. I don't even know. I was walking in and I saw something on the counter. I hate that fucking song. Hate it. So I took out my umbrella. I fucking hate that song. I hate those songs. Thank you, Wayne, for fucking just bringing that shit up to me. My PTSD is in full gear. Well, here, here's the here's the coup de gras. Now, which one would you choose of the worst for both, either music or film movies? If you were stuck to watch or listen for a full twenty full twenty four hours, you have no choice, no escape. You can't plug your eyes. You have to eyes are open, music, or rather than have to sit through, don't look up again. Okay, yeah. No, so you choose. No, so you, cho- I, you choose Oasis for twenty four hours straight. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, no. No. Give I, I would me. have to go. Give me Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I don't know the songs. They 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 use songs for torture. Did you know that? And they do it for a reason. And I again, I would much rather just sit through a film for an hour and a half and put that on loop. Then I can know that I'm going to get through it within 24 hours. And at least the scenery changes dur- during that film. Uh, the song. No, I, I could not sit and listen to a song. Um, no, no way. No way, no how. So the film. Okay. Mortal Kombat. Very I feel good. like my body would naturally defend itself, and I would either go deaf or just zone out. <laughs> zone out, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's like getting tortured. They're going to make sure you're still in attention the whole time, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are all you right. taking well, notes, Wayne? Got, what are you going to do to us? What's going on right <laughs> yeah, now? No, I don't oh, know. What's he got in store for us? Like, oh, shit. He's, I, Tony, I see careful how you answer these questions, right? What does he have in Wayne store looks for too you happy. Guys. I know, exactly. <laughs> Not all me, right. Hey, hey, Orin, <laughs> <laughs> what? hey where, where can people find us on our social media platforms, my friend? 
Uh, everyone, you can find us if you want to find us. You know you want to. You know you will. Twitter, at the common one. Instagram is at the knowledge of nothing. Um, Facebook, if you do that thing, it's the knowledge of nothing. And always, you can contact us at info at the knowledge of nothing. Not at info, it's info, info at the knowledge of nothing. Um, and since com. I confused you there, yeah, dot com. Did I not say dot com? Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Info at the knowledge of nothing dot com. Use it. Love it. We would love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, sweet. Hey, Brian, in closing, do you have anything else for our fans, my friend? Yes. One, thank you for everybody who's given us feedback. Um, This episode, previous episodes, we really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, We do pay attention to it, and we love giving shout-outs. So thanks to all of our fans who help us create the show. And I just want to apologize. This show, to me, was kind of all over the place and it's for good reason you know our next show will be our holiday special and it's kind of like the party on the last day of school right <laughs> Do you know, like yeah, okay so we're all kind of sure. looking forward to that the holiday special so. and yeah. really excited about that i know the four of us have put in a lot of work uh for it to make it fun and mm. we hope you guys enjoy it it's just something that we look forward to every year. But we do it for you guys. We do it because we love you all. We have fun doing it. We do. And thank you. Thank you all. We hope to see you next week. Or hope you hear us <laughs> yes. next week. Yes. We'll, please we'll listen, to to our, yeah, listen to our, 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 our holiday spectacular. Spectacular. On uh, the week of Christmas. Yes, the spectacular. Anyway, in closing, uh, I really have nothing witty to say, but what else is new? This has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. <laughs> and as always, we'll see you next time. What, you, you didn't want to put anything about like a soggy hot dog tattoo or something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it, yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, maybe if you want to, yes. Have you ever wanted to slip your Barbie girl a uh, soggy hot dog? Soggy, a oh. soggy hot dog? This has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Woo! I have not. I have not wanted to do that. Oh, man. That, 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 thanks, uh, Wayne. I, 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 thanks, yes, Wayne. You called him back to it, and that's what we got. Thanks, the soggy Wayne. hot dog goes in better. <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, no. You want your hot dogs dry. You want your hot dogs dry. Well, Maybe, I prefer you know, them dry, but dry I'm and hard. Saying, Oh, Dry and hard. I'm going to stop. <laughs> Maybe put uh, a little oil on there, you know? That's it, yeah. Do you oil your dog? It in. Yeah, why you- not? Yeah. Mayonnaise. <laughs> I use mayonnaise. That's how I oil it. <laughs> oh, that's just... Uh, that, that's an image I almost tasted. That is... Uh, <laughs> What's on your chin there? I was just eating my dog. (laughs) Uh.